0: is worthy of praise he's worthy of praise we worship you come on praise him come on praise him the lord's been good this year oh we exalt you amen praise god praise god we're thankful to see all of you in the house of the lord uh, this morning, the day after Christmas, I didn't know what the crowd was going to be uh, like this morning, but I'm pleasantly surprised, and we are we are so thankful that you are here. And the Lord has been so good to us, and we want to continue to pray for those that are battling. Um, the weather changes. I, I think anytime to get a little sniffle or a little. Congestion, a cough, fever spikes just a little bit. You, you immediately go to that thing. And, uh, you know, there's no other sicknesses anymore. It's just that. Apparently that has replaced every form of sickness. But when you have the weather going from 30-something degrees to 72 yesterday on Christmas, um, I loved it. It felt like a southern Christmas to me. And I, anytime you can get 72 right in the, in the middle of winter, you're thankful for it. But the, but the weather changes and all that kind of stuff. And I think there's some, viral, uh, things going around. So, uh, just take care of yourself and uh, pray the Lord covers you and keeps you with His blood and, and all that kind of stuff. a little vitamin C, D, and E doesn't help every once in a while too. And some clean hands and sanitizer doesn't help. Uh, doesn't hurt either I think did I say help or hurt on the CD&E the CD&E does help it doesn't hurt uh, every once in a while and some hand sanitizer doesn't hurt either and um, so just take care of yourself and, and be wise and be smart stay prayerful and the Lord will protect you in this, in this season are you thankful that you're here this morning amen everybody just smile for just a moment Look at, look at your neighbor. If they're not smiling, just stare at them until they smile. So, some it's a little tougher than others. You just got to stare at them until they giggle a little bit. I, I am thankful to be in the presence of the Lord today. Just a couple of announcements. Uh, there will be no service this Thursday. Uh, because of our New Year's Eve service on Friday And that will start at 7.30 So we will not have Thursday and Friday It will just be Friday this week No Thursday um, midweek this week It will just be Friday at 7.30 And that will be our uh, New Year's Eve service That's going to be a very powerful service We're going to be doing a lot of vision casting And we're going to be telling you about some exciting uh Changes and things that are happening around here. And then also um, telling you about some events that would be taking place in 2022 all throughout the year. It's going to be a phenomenal year, a fantastic year, very, very powerful. And we believe that this is going to be our greatest year yet. Remember, the Clark mentioned our million dollar mission. And uh, we're going to get started on that fourth right. And we got to get the uh, Christmas for Christ pledges in. And uh, we thank you so far so far for pledging north of $130,000 on CFC. We're grateful for that. Wonderful. And we thank you. We thank you so much for our giving, uh, for your giving. And um, we believe in church planters, and we believe in church planting. We want to have our hands in the harvest in North America, and then reaching to the uttermost parts of the earth with our um, global missions giving in the million dollar mission and we thank you for your generosity um, toward that and God bless you. I do want to welcome uh, back we welcome them this week in our Christmas service but they are they are here brother and sister Lehman pastor and the first lady from uh, Fredericton uh, Canada we are so thankful that they are here New Brunswick. And then and then, also Justin and Samantha, we are thankful that they are here, and God bless them and I think they've got to leave on a flight this afternoon. uh Brother and sister Lehman are uh, staying behind and then uh Levi's over there somewhere um, I think he's a friend of my daughter's, and uh, we're thankful that they, that he is here we We think very, very highly of him, and we appreciate his. He is a pastor, allowing him to be here on this Sunday, helping us up here playing the guitar. We welcome all of these folks today. And we are thankful that you are here. I want to read one verse of scripture this morning out of the book of Psalms, chapter 68, and verse 19. It's a little warm in here. Are y'all warm? Are you warm? How many of you are warm? Okay. How many of you are okay? Okay. How many of you are cold? Mm. You, you're, you're the folks that have the electric blanket going in the summertime. Um, anyway, all right. We'll just leave it like it is. Psalm 68 and verse 19. Bless, blessed be the Lord who daily... Everybody say daily. Daily. Loadeth us with benefits. Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us. I mean, he's loading it on us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. He daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. Now, I'm not talking about... um, Money this morning, but I am going to use it as the the symbol or an example of a principle that I want to uh, talk to you about the the principles that that the universe functions with um, are from God. He has ordered the universe. He has created all things, and so there are laws in nature. And there are things that were set in motion from creation that we don't necessarily find them spelled out um, in perpetuity in the first chapter of the book of Genesis, but they are a part of creation and and they don't change. And there's some very powerful principles there that, that the world has learned to function by, but they are from the Lord. The Lord put these principles there. And uh, I want to talk to you about Uh, one of them this morning and I want to speak to you from the subject of compound interest everybody say compound interest amen Amen. I want you to uh, just put a hand on somebody's shoulder make contact with somebody nearby you there and let's pray right now father in the name of Jesus I pray Lord that you would that you would help us Lord today to do your will your perfect will I thank you for every child of God that is represented in this place. I thank you, Lord, for every believer that is here today. I pray, Lord, that your anointing would rest heavily upon us in this sanctuary. Let the mighty hand of God move upon your people today. I pray that you would help us to focus our mind and our attention. Help us, Lord God, to please you with our praise and our worship and our faith. Let there be a divine connection between heaven and earth here today. In the name of the Lord God, we praise you. You're the almighty God. You change not. You're the ever-present one. You're the faithful. You're the faithful high priest, the lover of our soul, the Savior, Lord God. We worship you and we praise you and we thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Would you clap your hands one more time? And just give God praise that you have breath in your body today. We praise you, Lord God, for life life. And strength, amen, amen. And you may be seated. Albert Einstein said that compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. He said it's the eighth wonder of the world. And then he went on to say those that understand it profit from it. And those that don't pay it. And that's why, that's why the vast majority, probably 90 plus percent of the world, is in insurmountable debt today. We have learned that we can take out loans and get mortgages and use credit cards and all that kind of stuff. And all that's well and fine, but we use that to get what we want, but we don't truly understand the power of this. And so so with all of this, you have terminology like leverage, like not just using money but using debt to leverage for your benefit to squeeze more out of the dollar, to squeeze more out of value. People don't understand the power of money. They don't understand how it works, and so they become a slave to it. All of their lives. Now, the lesson today is not about money, but I've got to to lay a little bit of groundwork. Somebody asked Warren Buffett one time, he's the third richest man in the world. If you don't know who he is, he's 80 something, 84, 85 years old, maybe 86. Now, somebody asked him one time, um, why doesn't everybody invest like you? He said, it's very simple. Nobody wants to get rich slow. And so he he started as a young teenager buying Coca-Cola stock and just you know a share here and a share there and a few shares there and a few shares there and and he built it up over time and so every quarter Coca-Cola pays a dividend they you know I don't know what it was back then maybe three cents a share which is not a big deal if you just have five shares you know that's what is that about fifteen cents every quarter but if you have a hundred thousand shares or if you have a million shares, it's a totally different ball game when you own all of this, and then Coca-Cola is just paying you money to own their stock, they're paying you this dividend. And so they he understands that that reinvesting dividends and reinvesting his profits creates what is referred to as compound interest. Now, we see this with a bank. You have two different kinds of loans with a bank. You have, a, you have a, a conventional mortgage, which is a compound interest loan, and you have sometimes a line of credit or a car loan, which is a simple interest loan, and many people don't understand you can use simple interest loans to pay off compound interest loans and save yourself years of debt. But it's part of the, the leveraging aspect of debt and accumulating wealth and using money to work in your favor. Now, for those of you that get nervous when we talk about money, you don't understand that Jesus talked about money more than any other subject. And that money is in the top five subjects of the Bible all the way through from Genesis to Revelation. The, the, Bible, the Bible talks about the, prim, the principle of monetary things and learning how to use them for your benefit. We're we're living in a world that functions by money. You're not gonna escape it. I mean, you 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 know, they got cryptocurrency and all that kind of stuff, but but it's still the same principle. It is it is the principle of exchanging value, you know, buy low, sell high, and all that kind of stuff, which sounds easy. Uh, and that's why ninety percent of uh, people that invest in the stock market lose all their money. It just sounds too easy it just we'll just buy low and we'll just sell it high but there is a there's a scientific formula to all of this and the bible the bible teaches us about this principle now if you don't understand really what compound interest is, compound interest is is this if if I take a hundred dollars and i and I loan it out to somebody, and, and I amortize that, and I say, you know, I want you to pay me that back over, over the next 12 months. I'm going to amortize that. I'm going to front-end load all my interest. You're going to pay me my high interest at the beginning, and then over time the interest is going to get lower and lower and lower. But basically they are making interest on their interest. And when you invest, you make interest, you make money on the profit that you make. So when Warren Buffett or somebody like that is, he owns shares and he's got money coming in from dividends. He reinvests the dividends every three months. And so now he's not just investing. If he's got a million dollars invested, he's not, just, he's not just making interest on the million dollars, but he is making interest on top of the interest. So whoever the company is, whoever the corporation is, is paying you a profit for owning their shares and owning their stock, and then they are going to eventually begin to pay you profit on top of the profit as your balance begins to rise. Am I making any sense this morning to about three of you? Am I making any sense? Like I said, let me go back. Those that understand it profit from it and those that don't pay it, and that's why most people are swimming in debt. So the point is, the point is, you don't just make money on what you invest; you make money on what the company pays you to invest in their company, and then over time, they're going to be paying you more money on your on your money and their money that they gave you, and so it's profit upon profit, it's interest upon interest. Now, a lot of people uh, today in this place they will retire. Um, They will retire paupers uh, and and in America and across the world, they will retire paupers because they are not preparing for the future. Because what happens is when people are investing, are y'all here? When people are investing money, they don't have a lot of money. How many of you have a million dollars to invest today? Okay, nobody? How many of you have one dollar you can invest today? okay. Almost every hand went up. No hands went up on the million dollars. You know why you're not investing that $1? Because you don't think that $1 is going to turn into much. And so there is a saying that it's not timing the market, but it's time in the market it's time you spend in the market and so $1 turns into $2 and $2 turns into $4 and $4 turns into $8 and 8 into 16 16 into 32 32 into 64 64 into 128 128 into 256 256 into 512 512 into 1024 and so forth it 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 begins every if you can double it if you can t- continue to put money upon money they're going to give you profit upon profit, and they're going to pay you profit on the profit that they paid you, and that is called compound interest. Now, simple interest is just paying you interest on the money that you have in there, and that's all. Are you still with me? This is an important principle. And so we, we don't understand that little things turn into amazing things. They turn into massive things, but it happens over time. And so, if you start investing a dollar, you start investing $5, and it's $5 a month, or it's $2 a month, or it's, it's uh, $15 a year, and then the next year it's $30 a year or whatever. That doesn't seem like a lot of money. Why would I want to just put a dollar here and a dollar there away, and then one year from now just have, you know, I don't know, $100 or $200? I'm right up here. Are y'all still here this morning? I promise you I'm going somewhere with this. The, the reason people don't do that is because we want our huge blessings now. We want all the profit now. We want everything. You know, we want to we wanna throw a dollar out there at a lottery ticket. Not we, but they want to throw a dollar out there at a lottery ticket and, and win, I don't know, two bajillion dollars. I don't know how many zeros that is. But, but if you won that, the people that win that, they don't know what to do with it because they don't understand the concept of money so it destroys them. It becomes something too heavy for them to bear. They blow it all. It's gone. it's gone in just a few months or a couple of years because they don't know how to leverage what they have been given. So the scripture teaches us a principle of stewardship. And stewardship is all about learning how to manage what God is blessing you with so that we are not just getting back what we are investing in the kingdom, but we are getting back what we're investing in the kingdom, and the Lord blesses the blessing. And so we move from blessing to blessing, and so the blessings over time begin to compound. you understand what I'm saying? I am going somewhere with this, I promise you. Now, they they have a chart for me that I'd like for them to put on the board this morning, and you're not going to be able to see it good from from back there. i got to step back a little bit to see it, but... On that bottom line there, it's, it's got age numbers. It says age, and it says age 18, 25, 32, 39, 46, 53, 60, and 67. These are, these are seasons and ages of these two young men that have invested. One of them's name is Jack. So Jack is here this morning. Jack Lehman is here this morning. Uh, Brother Lehman, excuse me. And, and uh, anyway, th- that's not really him. You can laugh, okay? Okay. Uh, but the ages here, you see that Jack started inv- investing at the age of 18. The next number over is age 25. It has only gone up by about this much. From 18 to 25, that's seven years. It has only moved by about that much. It's not very much money. And then you go another seven years to the age of 32, and you see the orange, the orange arc there at the bottom and you will see now it has gone up by about this much 14 years have passed and it's only gone up by about this much then you add another 7 years to it and now it's gaining a little traction and it's gone up by about that much so now 21 years has passed and it's only gone up by that much but if you see it there is a flash point that in the next 7 years the arc starts getting it starts going more vertical and more vertical. And at the age of 18, he was only investing $42 a week, $42 a week. And he did that 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Do the math there. That's not a lot of money. But by the time Jack turned 67, he had $2,547,000 forty-seven thousand and one hundred and fifty dollars now people people look at this and they say, Well, I don't, you know, I don't I mean, I don't have the time to do that. I'm probably not gonna be alive at 67. And then we have this, then we have this old philosophy, well, the Lord's gonna come back before then. The Lord's gonna come back, he's you know, we're not even gonna be here. And uh, and so why do I wanna waste my time doing that? Because that's all about the future. I probably won't even be able to move by the age I'm 67. That's the way you think when you're 18. Then you get to 67 and realize you're not as old as you think you are. But, but there is this compounding effect. Now, the reason that was able to happen is because even though Jack was only investing $42 a week all of these years, they were paying him profit upon profit and interest upon interest. And so this is, there's only about, about $50,000 of Jack's money uh, that is invested here. Jack only invested about $50,000 of his own money. Are you hearing me this morning? He had 2500000 when he was 67, but he only invested a total of about $50,000 of his own money because it's not about timing the market. It's about time spent in the market. And so that means that just under $2,500,000 of that money is not Jack's money. It was money that he made because of the initial investment. I'm talking about compound interest. Now, we, we look at our relationship. You can just pull that down. We look at our relationship with God in the same way. What, what's the big deal with one prayer meeting or one service or just one, one tithe payment and just... Just, you know, $5 in the offering. What, that's not a big deal. It's not going to do anything. It's not even going to move the needle. But we teach our children when we put them in Sunday school. We, we teach them to bring something to the Lord. Bring When you come to the house of the Lord, bring an offering to the Lord. And when you come, keep an open heart and keep an open, open mind and be hungry for the things of the Scripture. When you come to the house of the Lord, God is going to do something in your life. So bring your faith. Well, what's my faith? My faith is just a little measure of faith. I mean, I've had faith, I had faith as a little child, and it hasn't really done me any good. And here I am, you know, now I'm 12 years old, I'm 20 years old, I'm 25 years old, and I'm still struggling, I'm trying to get my degree, I'm trying to get a job that pays the bills, and, and I'm living on debt and I'm swimming in debt and all this kind of stuff but there is something about faithfulness to the house of God and to the kingdom of God that adds up over time. Now, now we don't, we don't look at it when we're little. Well, it's just, it's just kind of, well, I don't want to go to church today. And I, I tell people all the time when I was little I had a drug problem. My, my parents drugged me to church every time that the, that the house of God was open. I didn't really have a drug problem, but I was drugged to the house of the Lord. My parents made sure if the doors are open, we're going to be in the church house. We're going to be there for every prayer meeting. If the offering is taken, we're going to put something in the offering. We're going to pay our tithes, and we're going to pay our offerings. Are you listening to me this morning? And so for 52-plus years, because I had a mom and a dad that brought me to the house of God within just a week or two after I was brought into this world, for 52 years now, things have been piling up in my life in the kingdom of God. Every prayer that I prayed, every tithe check that I paid, every every dollar that I have put in the offering, every time that I showed up for a music rehearsal, every time that I volunteered to teach a Sunday school class, every time that I came to outreach on Saturday, every time that I sowed a seed in somebody's life and invited them to the house of the Lord, every time I came to the altar to pray, every time that I prayed that I didn't feel like praying, it was adding up and it was compounding in my life. It's a principle of the universe that God has put in place. The Lord has such a desire for you to be blessed this morning It would blow your mind for you to understand how good that God is We cannot get our eyes on the day-to-day frustrations Of just kind of going through the motions And I I thought that was going to pay off And I thought that prayer should have been answered already You hear this morning I, I thought that miracle should have taken place. I, I, I was pretty sure that we were going to be further alone by then. I, I thought we would have already owned that building. But sometimes a line looks like it's just barely moving and years are passing by. and We don't even realize that we're still investing the same thing week after week. It just seems like we're putting the same $42 in every week. But you don't understand in the kingdom of God, the Lord said, I will bless you to be a blessing, and so the greater that I can bless you, the more that you can be a blessing, but I've got to prove your stewardship. I've got to make sure that you understand how to leverage the blessing that I'm placing upon your life. I'm not going to just bless you just so that you can consume it upon your own lust. I'm not going to just answer your prayers so that you can go around bragging to everybody that I loved you more than than, than somebody else. I, I'm not going to just do that for any reason. But when I can find somebody that understands the principle and the power of faithfulness and doing the right thing every day in my life, every week of my life, if I can just find somebody that will pray when they don't feel like praying and that they'll sing to the top of their lungs... And when they feel like they're too weak to lift their hands, they lift them anyway, right in the middle of the storm, and they begin to praise God. If I can find somebody that will continue to invest consistently into the kingdom of God, I will bless them, and the blessings will begin to compound over time, so that as you go through your life, it seems like it's moving like this, but all of a sudden there's a moment when things begin to move like this, and God's power, and and his anointing increases in your life exponentially. Come on, would you praise him here this morning? Come on, exalt him here this morning. Amen. I read read the scripture to you this morning where the scripture said, Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. He loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. Some of you don't understand the first time you ever walked in here and God filled you with the Holy Ghost and you were baptized in the the only saving name of Jesus. You don't understand that at that moment the Lord began to put things upon your life that you couldn't even see for years to come. You didn't realize that God was adding things to you that were going to not only transform your life, but they were going to impact people around you. There's people that look at you when you feel like you're making no progress. They're looking at you and they're saying, I I don't understand how they do it. I don't know how they keep going. I don't know how they weather every storm. It seems like that all hell is breaking loose in their life, but the blessings of God just continue to pour upon them. I don't know how. They keep a praise on their lips. I'll tell you how. The Lord has given us an understanding and revelation that if we will bless the kingdom, that he will not just bless us with the same measure, but it will be overflowing and it will be heaped up and it will be compounded. I'm talking about an exponential blessing on your life this morning because it's not time in the kingdom, it's time in the kingdom. It's not about that one prayer, but it's about every prayer. It's not about one offering, it's about every offering. Oh, I wish somebody would praise him right now. Come on, somebody exalt him right now in this place. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Everybody say, All that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits who healeth all my diseases, who forgiveth all my iniquities. It's not about the one time I came up for prayer. It's about every time I came up for prayer. Come on, some of you need to understand that even when you feel like you're not making progress, the line on the graph is continuing to increase. I'm telling you, some of you may have been in the church for two years or five years or ten years. And you say, I don't understand why I'm not growing more. But there is a compound blessing that is coming to your life. If you can stay with it, it's not about one Thursday night service or one Sunday service. It's about every service that you attend. It's about everything that you participate in. It's not about one day of outreach. It's not about one Bible study that you teach. It's about every Bible study that you teach. And the Lord is going to continue to stack his blessings upon your life. Amen. The scripture, the scripture said, What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits to me? Everybody say, All his benefits. What shall I render to the Lord for all of his benefits? A lot of times we are giving to the Lord based on what we made that week. Or based on what the Lord has done for us lately. Based on, you know, his goodness in this season. No, no, no. You give unto the Lord for all of his benefits. I'm not just giving to the Lord today for what he's done for me for the last 60 days. I'm giving to him for what he has done for me throughout the entirety of my life. I cannot give enough, and the more I see his blessings upon my life and the more I see his miracle working power, the more I want to sow into the kingdom. I'm not looking to just kind of penny-pinch God and just kind of budget my way through my giving. But when I look back over the course of my life... And I think things over and I realize how good that the Lord has been to me. I cannot give him enough. So if he's compounding blessings on me, I want to compound my giving in the kingdom of God. If he's doubling my income, I want to double my giving. If he is pouring out a new anointing on my life, I want to pour out a fresh prayer on, on the kingdom of God. Do you hear what I'm saying here this morning? Amen. If compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world, then compound blessing is the greatest wonder of the kingdom. God's power and the way that he heats and loadeth. The scripture said he loadeth his blessings on me every day. If you ask me, are you blessed today? Yes, I'm blessed, but I'm not as blessed as I was yesterday. I am more blessed today than I was yesterday. I don't know how long you've been serving the Lord. But it gets sweeter as the days go by. The songs that I sing become more meaningful to me than they were 30 years ago. I, the new songs that are coming along give me a way to express myself in a new way to the Lord. I, I'm preaching to somebody right now that regardless of how much that the enemy attacks you, how, how big that the devils get, because when there's a new level, there's a new devil. It doesn't matter how vicious that the enemy gets. Uh, God is going to continue to bless me greatly. Greater than the enemy attacks me. I wish somebody believed what I'm saying here this morning. uh, When you look back and understand that God uh, is multiplying his blessings in your life, uh, it ought to make you want to multiply your praise (laughs) to him. Amen. Rejoice always. Everybody say, always. always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. That's the good and the bad. Amen. Because it's going to compound the blessings of God in your life. The scripture again said, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. It is a steadfast love. It is an unending love. He will not give up on us. Paul said, so whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. When I go to work, it's to the glory of God. God gave me that job. When I get in my car and drive out of my driveway, I'm getting in there to the glory of God. God bless me with that car. Amen. When I come to the house of the Lord, I'm coming with a praise on my lip, not a gossip on my lips. Uh, I'm not coming to run somebody down. I'm coming to lift him up. When you realize how good God has uh, been, it'll make you want to do everything in your life to the glory of God. James said every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Everything about the Lord is blessing. Everything about the Lord is good. It comes down from heaven. Paul said in the book of Romans, Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and how inscrutable his ways. Amen. The Lord The Lord is good. I'm preaching to some people here this morning that don't even realize that you may be just around the corner from a flashpoint in your life. The enemy will get you believing that the Lord is not going to come through for you, but he is. And the reason he is is not because you started praying yesterday. It's because of every prayer that you have prayed. And the prayers of the saints are bottled up in heaven, and they will be poured out. It is going to overflow. I'm preaching to somebody in a season of difficulty, regardless of how long the wilderness is, regardless of how violent that the storm is, there is a compounding of life, uh, uh, Effect In the kingdom of God So just keep on investing Keep on putting your $42 a week In the kingdom of God I don't mean that literally I mean that figuratively Keep on pouring what you've got Into the kingdom of God What you need is all that you have right now What you have is all that you need When, when you give it to the Lord And when you put it in the hands of the Lord It's like those five loaves And two fishes You put it in the hands of the Lord And, the God, and God begins to multiply Come on, I'm preaching somebody right now and I'm telling you that God is about to bring multiplication to your life. The power of his anointing is on your life. It's compounding. It's building up. Amen. Yeah, come on, somebody praise him. Somebody praise him right now. Whoa, hallelujah. Somebody needs to praise him right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. James said it like this, and I'm, I'm closing. James said it like this. He said, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect. Everybody say full effect. Let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. I'm going to be steadfast. I'm going to keep investing. I'm going to keep on praying. Paul said in Philippians, don't worry about anything. But in all your prayers, ask God for what you need, always asking Him with a thankful heart. And God's peace, which is far beyond human understanding, will keep your hearts and minds safe in union with Christ Jesus. Don't worry about anything. Touch your neighbor, say, don't worry about it. Don't worry about anything. But in all your prayers, ask God for what you need. Always asking Him with a thankful heart. Not like this, not God, you hadn't done anything for me lately, you owe this to me. God, you don't ever answer my prayers, you're always answering their prayers. God, can you just answer this one prayer? No, no, when you pray, thank you, Lord God, for saving my backslid kids. Thank you, Lord God, for doubling my income. Thank you, Lord, for a healthy marriage, God. I praise you, Lord God, for the wealth of heaven poured upon my life. I thank you, God, for prosperity and blessing and peace in my home. Amen. And then he said, finally, brothers, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever is honorable, whatsoever is just, whatsoever is pure, whatsoever is lovely. Do you see the compounding? Whatsoever is commendable. I want to heap it one on top of another. If there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think on these things. In 2022, we got to get a mindset of expecting a miracle every day. But if it doesn't happen every day, you're going to expect it for the next day. Because you're going to realize, hey, I've been in this thing for a long time. I prayed a, I prayed a lot of prayers. And I've been to the house of God more times than I count. You know, a lot of times I see people, I watch body language as people are coming into the house of the Lord. Sometimes I see people coming in, they just they just kind of sauntering into the house of the Lord. There's one there's one thing I can tell. They might be tired, they might be sick. They might be frustrated, but one thing I can tell, they're not expecting anything. When I come to the house of the Lord, when I get out of that car, when I drive on the property, I realize that I'm investing again. I'm walking in here expecting something to pay off. I'm expecting a word from the Lord. I'm expecting God to do something in my life. Well, I've been prayed for, for that tumor 17 times. Pray an 18 time. Pray a 19 time. Pray a 20th time because it's compounding. He said, I'll take you from faith to faith. Some of you don't realize, but your faith is stronger today than it was six months ago. It feels like you're not making any progress. Well, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Even when it feels like you're not getting anywhere, God is gonna make sure that profit is coming your way and that blessing is coming your way and that miracle is heading your way. Come on, I'm preaching to somebody right now. It's time for you to build on the foundation that God has laid in your life. Come on, somebody praise him right now. Yeah, I'm gonna think on the things that are honorable, the things that are pure, the things that are lovely, the things that are excellent, the things that are commendable. Our God is a consuming fire. He's the blesser of my soul. He's the lily in my valley. He's the rose of Sharon. He's my bright and morning star. He's the lover of my soul. I've got a praise on my lips for him today. Whoa, somebody ought to praise him right now. This might be the praise that takes you over. This might be the service that takes you over the top today. Come on, praise him. I dare you to praise him. I dare you to praise him. Woo! hallelujah. I dare you to praise him, not like it's your first time, but it's like the 1,000th time. I dare you to build on your praise. I dare you to build on your victory. I dare you to believe like you've never believed before. God is going to do something here today. Oh, come on, praise Him. Come on, praise Him. Come on, praise Him. Somebody's going to get a miracle. Somebody's going to get a miracle here today. Come on. Come out of your seats. Come out of your seats. Come out of your seats. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, this ain't your first time praising Him. This is not the first time you've been in the presence of the Lord. You're praising Him with a compound praise here today. You're giving praise to Him with a voice of experience here today. Ah hallelujah Come on I feel like something's getting ready to break right now